With the playoffs only a couple weeks away, every move is critical. Let's talk about the top waiver wire pickups for week 19. Number one on my list is Amen Thompson. Thompson is ranked inside of the top 110 over the past month, despite only playing 26 minutes per game. He scored around 11 points, he's grabbed around 9 rebounds, he's dished out 3 assists, grabbed 1.4 steals, and 1.2 blocks per game. He's also shot at 54% from the field. Just like his brother, he is proving to be capable of stuffing the stat sheet. Also like his brother, he has some room to grow in the scoring department, playmaking department, and also on his three-point shot. But I think with more minutes, he'll definitely be able to do so. At this point, I think the Rockets have a pretty good idea on what they have in Jalen Green, and they wouldn't have drafted Thompson unless they felt like they needed to make up for some inefficiencies. So it wouldn't surprise me to see Thompson take over the starting job as we get closer to silly season. He's already kind of doing so. As it stands, Jalen Green is shooting a career worst 40% from the field. And over the past month, he's actually shot it closer to 37% from the field. And that's just not going to get it done. With the Rockets playing chances dwindling quickly, I have to think it's only a matter of time before they move over to a youth movement, which is great news for Thompson. Thompson already gets four games next week, and I think if you can hold him for the next week, possibly two, he could really help you win the playoffs. He's only rostered in 41% of leagues, and he's extremely versatile. He can play both guard spots and also the power forward spot, so he's going to be able to bounce around where you need, and like I mentioned, he is already proving to be a capable stat stuffer. If you can absorb some low scoring and some volatile minutes, I would definitely take a chance. This rookie class has proven to be really good on defense. I mean, between Wemby, Chet, both the Thompson twins, and even Derek Lively, there just seems to be a big push to instill defensive principles back into the younger players. Next on my list is Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk is currently rostered in 39% of leagues, and I think that number is going to go up very quickly. Unfortunately, Scotty Barnes suffered a fractured left hand yesterday, and he's going to be out indefinitely, and I think Olynyk stands to benefit the most. He finished yesterday's game with 28 minutes, and he was able to score 16 points, knock down 1-3, dish out 3 assists, and also get 3 steals, and he shot at 50% from the field. And I think this is a reasonable expectation in terms of production moving forward, especially looking at his per 36 minute stats. On a per 36 minute basis, he's able to score around 16 points, grab a little bit more than 8 rebounds, dish out around 4 assists, get around 1.2 steals, and block 0.7 shots. And he also knocks down 1.93 pointers per game and shoots at 48% from the field. So if he is able to get close to that 28-29 minute mark, it wouldn't be shocking to see him produce similarly. The Raptors are on the outside looking in of a play-in spot, and if they can't climb in the standings before Barnes gets healthy, I wouldn't be surprised to see Toronto just shut him down. Barnes is the future, and they're going to do everything they can to protect him. The Raptors have three games next week, and if you're looking for a mid-tier big with some upside, I would give Olenek a look. Next on my list is Royce O'Neal. O'Neal's rostered in about 30% of leagues, and he has played very well over the last two weeks. Since joining the Suns, he's averaged around 9 points, grabbed around 6 rebounds, he's gotten around 2 steals, and nearly half a block per game. But what really sticks out to me are both his 3-point attempts and makes. He's averaging a career high in both, making 2.4 of his 6.3 shots per game from deep. The Suns play three games next week, and they've had a pretty tight rotation all year. They've had to deal with a number of injuries. Bradley Beal's been in and out of the lineup. Even Devin Booker missed some time. I think Yusuf Nurkic missed some time recently. And even Grayson Allen missed some time. So I think there won't be an issue in terms of minutes for O'Neal. The Suns are currently in a very tight Western Conference, sitting in the fifth spot, so they're going to have to remain competitive down the stretch. He's rostered in about 30% of leagues, and I think he's definitely worth owning while he's putting up top 60 numbers. I will mention, however, his field goal percentage has kind of been on the downswing the last two years. He's shooting at around 39% over that span, 
I hope he can turn that around, but even if he doesn't, he's still worth the pickup. Lastly, I want to briefly talk about Russell Westbrook. Westbrook, like Scotty Bonds yesterday, fractured his left hand, unfortunately, and there's a void to fill. And I think Bones Highland is the first logical choice. Up until now, he's mostly been a reserve through his career, backing up Jamal Murray in Denver and now Russell Westbrook in LA. But he's proven to be a capable scorer when given the chance, and he almost gives me some J.R. Smith vibes in the sense that he can score in a hurry and in bunches. And I think now, if he can get close to 24 to 25 minutes per game, he might be able to show that he can produce in other categories. Of course, Norman Powell and Terrence Mann will see a boost too, but I think Highland has some intriguing upside. If you're looking for a speculative ad, he's someone to look at. Those are some waiver wire pickups to consider for week 19. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know your thoughts heading into week 19 in the comments below.